Every minute, every moment counts. Hello, I'm Julie Hyde, and I understand what it takes to make these moments count for leadership, business, and your life. This podcast will deliver insights and game-changing leadership moments that will allow you to level up and shine a light for those around you. Let's get into today's episode. With me today is the wonderful Sarah Macris. Sarah is a professional communicator with 15 plus years of corporate affairs experience. She helps senior executives to attract their dream roles by building successful professional or personal brands. She has worked for some of Australia's most well-known brands and high-profile CEOs and directors and now uses her knowledge of what creates successful leaders and memorable brands to successfully coach her local and international clients. Today, Sarah is going to educate us as to why you don't need another qualification to attract your dream role. So welcome, Sarah. Hi, Julie. It's great to be here. So good to have you finally with me. (laughs) I'm really keen to jump into this topic today. It's something that really interests me. But first of all, the essence of this podcast is all about making it count. So can you share how you make it count in your world? Yeah, sure. So I'm a big believer in doing things that scare you, I suppose. So part of that, I suppose, is about being visible and helping people sort of come out of their shell and share with the world what their special uniqueness is. That's why I love helping senior leaders to, you know, build their powerful personal brands so that they can get the things that they want out of life. And and often that's, you know, that next career step or, you know, it's a board role or whatever it might be. Particularly, I like to work with them to think about, you know, what does that life look like after corporate? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So like you say, so many people have got these incredible skills and uniqueness that stay hidden, don't they? Because they just don't want to step out into the spotlight. Yeah. And it's um, amazing because when I do work with people and I hear their stories and, I, you know, we have some things that we work through around, you know, what it is about their life and what's made them who they are today and where they are. And I love that part because everybody is so different. And sometimes there's something there that you would never have picked that was about them or they never share and you think that needs to be told. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. So our topic is something that I'm really interested in because I would have assumed that you might need another qualification like an MBA or another degree or similar to climb that corporate ladder. It's certainly something that was very much, I suppose, assumed when I was back in corporate. You know, this is a while ago now though, 15 years. Is that the assumption that many professionals do have? Yeah, definitely. And I think there's a couple of reasons. Many people find that studying is their comfort zone. Mm. So they will naturally think, oh, okay, I'm not getting to where I want to get to or I'm not being seen as the leader I want to be seen as. I need another degree. It's a real comfort zone sort of choice. What's much harder is to say I'm going to do something completely different that's out of my comfort zone that scares me, like building my profile. And what I know and what I share with clients a lot is that when you are at a certain level in your career, so you're, you know, one below the C-suite or just near that, what gets you to that next job is not more skills, more education. That's just a given that you are competent and that you're at that level. What really sets you apart and gets you to that next level is being seen as a leader, a leader in your industry, a leader in the company. And that influence is often generated as well by being seen as a leader and also by being known. 
So another degree without a profile is not really going to be any better than where you are today. Absolutely. That makes so much sense. And to pick up on your point about people continuing to study because it's their comfort zone, I've seen that so often, you know, with people in the corporate world at all levels, but also those who are entrepreneurs or want aspiring entrepreneurs and feel as though they have to have all of these qualifications behind them in order to start their business. And I was actually one of them and I believed I had to get qualifications because people wouldn't think I had any credibility if I didn't. Mm. Not one person. <laughs> I've never been asked for my qualifications. So it's like, oh my gosh, I did all of this blood, sweat and tears. What for? Yes. And interestingly though, you demonstrate your expertise every day online, you know, and professionally in your networking environments. And and that's really where it counts. Where are you demonstrating that experience, that skill set, that knowledge and providing value to your audience? Yes. So is that what we need to be doing instead to attract our dream role? Yes. You need to be showing up creating that brand and awareness of of who you are and the value that you bring to the organisation. And as a result, you get more influence, which means that it's a lot easier for you to get things done and people buy into things a lot easier as well. And then more people want to know you, more people want to network with you and your influence grows again. Yeah. So that word influence, it's such a huge one. Can you define influence like what is the essence of it? I know you mentioned a couple of things there before. How do we how do we do it? <laughs> yeah. In my view, it's about being known and people understanding the value that you bring and people being able to say, yep, she really knows her stuff in that space. I want to be associated with her because I know that she understands, you know, the industry and, and really has that knowledge. And that's when people want to actually say, okay, come and speak at this event, come and do this, come and, you know, I want her on my team. I want her in that boardroom tomorrow. And it's interesting because I often have a question from some, some people. I've had this question many times actually, and it's, should I do the GAICD course, which is the, you know, the company director's course, or should I build my brand first? And it's a bit like the extra degree or the MBA in, in the corporate world. And the reality is, is that there's no point in doing your GAICD course if nobody knows who you are and what you stand for and what your value is. And it's just going to sit in your online certificate place. So you're better off building your profile. I mean, ideally right now is the time to start, but building that with doing the course. But so often I see people who do the course and then say, oh, but I haven't got the dream board role that I want. So it's got to go hand in hand if you are going to do any further education because people need to know. Otherwise, it's not really worth it. It sounds to me like it's about, you know, having a voice, getting known Mm -hmm. for what you're great at or what you want to specialize in. And is it also about being seen as the leader that you're aspiring to be? Very much so. Yeah. People need to see you in that position before you're in that position. There was a great article I read in Harvard Business Review a few weeks ago, which was talking particularly about females and how it's all about the potential. You're very much selling your potential. Yeah, I totally understand that too. It's about um, enabling people to see that potential in you so that then you can be considered Mm. for that dream role. And there is that particular word 
that's in your statement around attracting that role. So can you tell us a bit more about that? Because that's such a different dynamic to, you know, really pushing for it and all the blood, sweat and tears that goes with that <laughs> and the angst. Yeah, so I really approach it in a way of being very intentional about what it is you want to do. And I think that not everybody does that. Not everybody has a clear strategy or a clear goal. And I always encourage people to start with their goal, spend some time on it and really think, you know, what industry do I want to work in? What, what role do I actually want? What, how do I want to spend my day? And if you're building your profile is important, then you want to make sure you're with a company that will allow you to do that. For example, you know, if you work in the government, they're less likely to let you do that. That's an important element. And what does the next five years look like for you? And then what does it look like? And then my view is it's about building a plan to understanding your brand foundations. You know, what's your value proposition? What do you want to be known for? What are your messages? What's your, what are all your earned secrets? And then saying, okay, and this is the part that I believe has material impact in whether or not you achieve that attraction is really around understanding who those stakeholders are. Who are the people that you need to be in front of and you need to be showing up in front of? And what are those messages that you need to be sharing, the right messages, so that you can attract the right people and the right networks and the right, you know, roles and opportunities so that you can achieve what you set out to achieve? Yeah. I love how you explain like the runway, like having a runway in front of you. So it's really understanding and being intentional, like you say, I love the word intentional, to create that runway so you know where you're going and then identifying the stakeholders. I think that's something that people don't really understand the value of. Definitely. And I often say to my clients, like, if you can nail this part, this will be the difference. And whether or not you get what you want or whether you, you know, whether you don't, because it seems like such a boring thing to do. (laughs) But once you get really clear on your stakeholders and who, because otherwise you spin your wheels. And that's what I see a lot of the time with people who make, you know, mistakes around branding is they haven't put the time into the foundations, you know, really the goal, the message, all of those sort of foundation pieces and then they haven't really identified their stakeholders. Like who do they actually want to engage with their posts on LinkedIn? What events do they want to speak at? What do they want to speak on? And why do they even want to be there? Because the way somebody who's an executive, say, of operations, talks to the CFO versus the CMO versus the CIO are all very different ways, you know, because those people on that team have all very different goals around what they're trying to achieve. So understanding what those hot buttons are in all of those stakeholders that you deal with, you know, it, it's, that's a great opportunity for you to show your value as long as you can talk in the right language. Yeah, the right language. Isn't it interesting? Every industry, and like you say, even every team has a different <laughs> language that they speak. So it's really important to understand that language and be able to speak that language. I find I can easily speak the language of banking, if you like. But when I started with architects or designers, I'm like, oh, I've got no (laughs) idea what they're talking about. And leading a project can be very different to them as to what I saw or, you know, am used to in working in corporate. So it was, yeah, a big transition for me to go, right, I need to understand (laughs) these people. And even their drivers, you know, how they describe a problem could be completely different about the way someone else describes it in the same organisation. Yeah. 
yeah, I always encourage people to sort of really unpick that stuff. Yes. Because there's little pearls of wisdom in there. Yeah, yeah, I'd say, yeah, big pearls of wisdom. And um, and what I also picked up on in what you were saying about stakeholders is it's not only internal stakeholders. Mm, definitely. It's external. Yeah, and the industry that you work in, there's such big opportunity to get involved and get known in those industries and really carve out a space for yourself. Yeah, We are all leaders, but you cannot be a leader of others unless you are a leader of self first. Over the past two decades, I've empowered hundreds of leaders to deliver positive impact to the business they are representing, resulting in extraordinary sales growth and high staff retention rates. I'm often asked the question, how can I work with you, Julie? Here's how. I present one-hour keynotes to corporations, providing practical tools and strategies for leaders and their teams to take control of busy, to be intentional with their actions and achieve the high performance results that they're looking for. I also work one-on-one with a select few ambitious and courageous leaders who understand the key to creating their success starts with them. So if you'd like to connect, you can find me at juliehyde.com.au. So when we're talking about creating a personal brand that effectively shines and is going to attract people to you and create influence, I think a lot of people can go a little bit Mm cross-eyed and think it's a bit too hard. So where would you encourage people to start? What what is the first thing, and I know that you work really closely with your clients on this, it's something I absolutely advocate for is to work with you or someone on this because it's not necessarily an easy piece of work. Yeah, definitely. And getting the foundation right is so important because once you get that right, you can be off and running and you can just rinse and repeat and you can really have fun with it. But if you don't invest that time in understanding where you want to go, what you want to be known for, and also understanding sort of where does your brand sit right now? How are you perceived? Because sometimes we don't even know. You know, we we think we're one thing and then we get feedback that suggests actually people see this quality in me. So, yeah, the, definitely the foundations are incredibly important and having confidence and just the first thing that every executive should should have in place is a really great resume, relevant, up-to-date and a LinkedIn profile. So those two elements are sort of ground zero for your executives. And from there, the next stage would be things like creating your own content. But you really need to have done the foundation work to make that successful and to get the ROI that you want. Mm. It's really interesting. So the resume and LinkedIn profile, and of course, I find people, when you talk LinkedIn profile, people go, I don't know what I'm going to say. Oh, I haven't updated it yet. <laughs> exactly. Now, the content creation, that's interesting about being a thought leader. Yes. So I can see how that would be incredibly valuable. But like you say, the foundations have to be right first. So is there like, is there like a top three common mistakes that people make, like, you know, that there are people listening can A, avoid, and then I'll get you to go maybe to your top three things that people need to do immediately now to create a brand that is going to attract 
their dream role or it might even be their dream client Mm. as an example. Like, you know, all of this can be translated Mm. into any role that you're doing. So it doesn't necessarily always have to be executives. You can translate this into your world in terms of what you're doing right now. Yes. Okay. So mistakes I would see is definitely not having a career strategy or a plan. I haven't worked on the foundations. The next thing I would say is attaching yourself too much to your organisation. For example, we see people on LinkedIn do this all the time. They only ever show up on LinkedIn to talk about their company. For example, I've got this job offering, someone looking for someone in this job, or look, we opened this new building. So there's never anything about the person. So I don't really know. So to take the person away from the company, they haven't got a brand. That's definitely another mistake. And that happens a lot if, you're, if you've got a role where there's a lot of influence too and you sort of have this false sense of that you have a profile, but really, again, you, you know, it's based on the company you're with. And then being active and, and visible on something like LinkedIn. So people sort of dismissing it as a bit of a, I'm not looking for a job, so I don't need to worry about my brand. <laughs> and people do say that a lot. And, and I suppose that's probably the third mistake would be just not giving it the focus that it needs. Yeah all through your career. Absolutely. So then the top three things that people should do, is that is that's a resume, that's a profile and that's a content creation? That would be definitely three things that you could start working on today. But foundations, again, I can't stress that enough. And just starting because I know a lot of people have fear around posting or creating content. And I think there's the stat, the current stat is that there's about one to two percent of people in the whole of LinkedIn, which is like seven, eight hundred million, who actually create content of their own. <laughs> who don't yes. there. So there's a big opportunity for people to make a make an impact. And it's not as scary as it seems. It will seem scary at first, putting your face out there or creating something, but you get better and better at it. So just start. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that's probably the message for people to take away immediately is just start. I remember when I started being more visible on LinkedIn and other platforms, I used to worry about, oh, my God, what are people going to think about me or, like, what are people going to say? I'm going to get trolled, whatever that (laughs) looks like. No one actually cares that much about you. But the thing that I've found absolute value in is that I can often be top of mind for people. So people will know if someone mentions something about, you know, busy or leadership itself, like they'll say, oh, yeah, Julie, Julie can help you with this or, you know, whatever that looks like. So I think that top of mind strategy is something that people really need to embrace. Mm, I agree. And and people will be, it's also that no like, and trust. You know, once people see you out there and they see you consistently showing up, so it's not just once every random sort of, you know, they see you consistently with quality content and they start believing in you as well. Absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of that trust and that consistency because that consistency in brand, consistency in message is what builds the trust with people, when you're sort of all over the place and talking different things, people can get very confused and you can have a confused brand, which is not going to help you attract anything. 
Yes, and I see that happen sometimes when people haven't taken the time to really think, where do I actually want to go with this brand? Mm. There's no point in building a profile for no reason. There's always got to be a reason for your efforts. Absolutely. Like I said before, it needs to be intentional. Yes, intentional, that's the word. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Is there anything that you would like to finish on in terms of a message or do you think we've covered everything in our chat today? I do. I think we've covered everything. And I suppose my final message is just to do things that scare you sometimes. Put yourself out there and it always gets easier. Absolutely. 100% agree. So Sarah, thank you so much for your time today and for making it count for so many. In the show notes, there are all the links where you can get in touch with Sarah. And I can certainly highly recommend her to create a fabulous personal brand for you that will attract your dream role. So thank you so much for your time, Sarah. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And I trust that you enjoyed leaning into one of the precious moments shared. I invite you to leave your thoughts as a review in support of this show. You can also share with your network and even rate and review it. I would appreciate that feedback and connection. I'd love to connect on LinkedIn or Instagram via my handle, Julie Hyde Leads. Until next time, live and lead intentionally and make it count.